I guess I'm starting off this shit right. No theme music, just going directly into it. Uh, welcome to the first episode of Stephen from the All Time Podcast, uh, episode one. I might put a hundred. I don't know what I'm gonna do yet, but this is the first thing I'm doing on my own. Um, so for all new listeners, all uh, old listeners, uh, welcome. Uh, it's been a long time. It's been a really, really, really long time since I've been doing this. Uh, it's good to be back. Uh, it's going to be a bit different going forward. But uh, this is something, uh, especially for the old listeners, this is something I've been wanting to do uh, for about six to eight months. Uh, just a side project, expansion project uh, from the original all-time pod. Um, I just wanted to branch out, uh, do my own show, uh, do something my way, uh, do some interviews, uh, talk hip hop. It's been a really long time. I, I've been I've been really really sleeping on this for for a while now, trying to get the the pieces of the puzzle put together. Uh, but I'm here. I'm back. Uh, you should cue in Benny the Butcher, Burden of Proof, because you know the way that album starts. But it's time to get it done. It's going to be hip-hop. It's going to be all-time shit. And I'm telling you now, it's going to be different. I might get canceled in the first two, three episodes. We're going to do shit differently. Uh, but before we get started, let's uh, let's talk about the uh, elephant in the room, the, the thing that's on everybody's mind since I'm doing this a bit solo. Uh, but yes, my partner, pause. Uh, Stephen number one. Technically, I'm Stephen number one now because I'm doing this this Stephen from the all time pod. But uh, Stephen number one from the all time. Uh, so me and him had many discussions uh, on what we should do next with all time podcast. Um, and after much brainstorming and trying to work stuff out, uh, he was honest with me and that he needed to step away for a while, do different things. Uh, just an FYI, things are fantastic between us. Uh, that's my best friend in life. So no matter what, uh, he just needed to step away, do his own thing, you know, reevaluate. Uh, but he's super, uh, super excited for me to, to branch out like this and do my own thing. Cause he knew how much it meant to me to, to get, to get my own shit going. And he knew how much I love to talk about hip hop and to talk about stupidity, whether it's like, you know, wrestling, um, movies, TV shows, uh, but mostly, mostly, mostly hip hop. Uh, and he's very excited that I'm expanding the all time thing uh, by starting the new show. We're not going to say all time is was completely over, but there are no future plans going forward. So let's just focus on the positive. Just let's focus on where we're going. And let's basically just focus on Stephen from the all time podcast. So. That being said, hopefully you guys enjoy this. It's a new venture for me, and we're going to get shit done. Uh, but speaking of Stephen number one, good news. Just so nobody thinks we're not talking to each other, and there's a bit of a beef. Uh, DX never breaks up. Basically, I have hired him to be my tech guy behind all this shit. <laughs> so, so all the tech, he's taking care of that. All the uploading of 
of the episodes on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever the, the hell the podcast goes. He's taking care of that for me. So all the editing, all the nice sounds and the crispy, clear voice, that's him. So just let's make sure he's doing a good job because he is making me pay 2K an episode. That's big time money for a big time tech guy like him. <laughs> I know he's going to love me saying that shit. Uh, so let's get this shit started. It's gonna be it's gonna be some crazy stuff, man. We're gonna do some interviews. We're gonna have some special guests. Uh, we're gonna be talking about different things. Um, and why not start it off? Why not start it off with a special guest already? Somebody who's known to the show, who's been on the show. Uh, somebody that I I've been wanting to podcast with for a for a very long time. A good friend of mine, an ex coworker of mine. Um. Uh, <laughs> Malenko, welcome. Hey, yo, what's up? What's up? Thank you. Thank you. Yo, I'm I'm honored uh, to be the first guest on the first episode of the new show. I can't wait. To, I was missing. I told you how much I bugged <laughs> you about when the all time's coming back. I would listen to that all the, all the time. So I was bugging you to come back and I'm happy. Thank you for having me. Well, you're going to be on a bunch of episodes. I know the way we are. I know how we talk hip hop. I know how we talk stupidity. We're all the time. All the time. And I know how much I bust your balls with music. We discover new artists together. Um, so I wanted you here for the first episode. Yeah. It's not a anniversary episode. I know we did Fly God anniversary. Uh, what was it? A year ago? A year ago. Mom. Yeah. yeah, already. So so this is just going to be let's 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 shoot the shit, talk the shit and see what's yeah. up. Because for uh, people, because for most of the people, they don't know, but we met because we were talking of music all the time you know yeah we we met because of the love we have for hip-hop the love we have for music yep and and that's how our friendship started yep um so i just want to start off i put out a top 20 hip-hop album 2020 2022 fuck i don't even know what year we're in anymore <laughs> 2000 yeah. 2022 was a huge 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 year for hip-hop and uh, and you know what? Like I was thinking about it, preparing to the show in two thousand. When the last year we got a, a great year like that on hip eighteen music was coming from everywhere. Music yeah. was coming from everywhere. So so two thousand eighteen was the last big year for hip hop, but two thousand twenty two was insane. Um, give me your top five albums, and it doesn't have to just be hip hop because I know you've been listening to a lot of different styles. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and. It's difficult. It's so difficult for me. I, again, preparing for this, I told you how many times I told you I'm preparing my top 10, my top 20. I cannot do it for 2022. It's too much. It's too much moving. Uh, we're going to get into it. Why we discover a new artist that <laughs> just messed everything up for me. But if I give you a quick top five, I would tell you the, what I listened to the most was probably um, Nas, King really? 3. Yeah. Kendrick, yeah, Mr. Morale, big uh, Jid, Jid, that's yeah, Jid, yeah, that's probably the best album. I don't know, he thought he, what an album he did. Uh, French Canadian, uh, Larry Kidd, um, oh, yeah, talk to me about yeah. Larry Kidd because I, I did not listen to him at all. Like quickly, he, he's from Loud Larry Ages, right? The trio. So they were okay. doing big stuff in 2016. Loud became like the Drake of Quebec, like in a good and a positive way. Not nothing negative. 
loud became the you hear him on the radio you can go to oh really you can go to winners and a loud songs gonna play yeah so oh, really? he became that guy so and he, i think he's one of the greatest rapper in quebec history for sure and larry went in solo stuff he did two albums that i didn't really like i didn't appreciate it that much and now he went back and he just went you know what i'm gonna do that 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 fancy that avant-garde he's kind of the i told you how many times he's like the west side gun before there was a west side gun he liked that you know that fashion rap that coke rap and all those glamorous beats those loop beats so he he went back at that and he did it fantastic so for top five yeah i will give you those uh what else can i i'm Forgetting a thousand, but uh, you gotta put crime apple because I know how much you love crime apple. Uh, crime apple for sure. The West Side Gun, the Rock Marciano, the Elephant Man, Rock Marciano, make matching uh, with um, the Alchemist. Alchemist. Come on, like how you cannot get more of a solid album than that. That's Underground's finest, right there, no. you know. So, what a year it when you think of it, and we talk about it all the time, it's like. Um, like you, we could not keep up. There would be days I would text you and say, did you listen to this? And you would answer me like, no, I'm not there yet. Or I don't, I didn't have time. Yeah. The- it's, it's Fridays now, you know, back then we used to have the Fridays. We used to wait for it, you know, uh, this day, uh, like 50 cent and, uh, and, uh, 50 cent and Kanye West, the other, the other fucking crazy guy. Oh, they're coming out with an album. You know, you remember those days and it was yeah. like a big deal that day. Now there's too much. There's it's crazy. too much. There's too much. It, it, we cannot keep it up. I don't know how art is going to do in, in the near future with all these platforms and stuff. But man, it's too much. Every week we can get a new album that comes out from nowhere that we didn't know about. And it's just good, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um... You said you you mentioned that you listen to a lot of different other music. This mm-hmm. year was was tough for you. What else were you mm-hmm. on? What else were you listening to? Other other than hip hop, uh, I was listening to a lot of. I didn't listen to current much of it. Uh, I was listening to the old classics. You know, the Operation Ivy. This those are albums that I'm always gonna listen to. I discovered bands that I I discovered that I like uh, like post punk type of oh, music really? now what the hell is wrong with me i don't know what happened like what like what bands uh um, like thrice like cho- and stuff and stuff like I that like choir boy choir okay. boy is probably my favorite black marble um i can name you all of the bands because i know mostly for the albums but uh Qu- choir boy is probably the biggest every album that they release if people like post-punk uh it's very um how can I it's very dark, a lot of chords, uh a lot of piano. Uh, so those are my core boy is probably my favorite band. Uh that's the album that I listen the most. I showed you that's the album I listen the most. And it's a 2016 album, if I'm not mistaken. So it's um the part-time punk session. That's the one. Yeah, I'm gonna check it out. I love post-punk. Post-punk, like, like refused and that shit. Kind of, but slower. It's slow. Oh, really? Yes, it's it's really gothic. It's really gothic. It's really like 
um, his voice is such a clean voice, such a, a clear voice, and the the um, the session album is, is amazing. Uh, there was uh, a new release. Uh, they did the Gathering of the Swan that came out in 2020. That's the last album, Gathering Swans, and that too. That album is something really, really special to me. I, I enjoy that album. Other than that, that you know, punk stuff like a Turnstile. I don't know it, if people listen yeah, to course. a lot of a Turnstile of your listeners, but uh, Steve Turnstile, likes that. Steve yeah. actually oh. showed me Turnstile, and he also showed me a couple of YouTube videos of their shows in LA, mm-hmm. and that shit is off the chains. Like that shit is insane. Yeah, they started with that basic, more hardcore type of sound. Yeah. And now they went with Glow On. That's a, a big twist. You know, it's a, a, a big twist for what they were doing back then. It's nothing groundbreaking. People, I think there's a big mistake. People are like, oh, this is groundbreaking. There's been bands that have been doing that more like poppy type of uh, hardcore type of music. Yeah. But Glow On is, to me, is a great album too. That oh. came out in uh, 2020, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe, maybe, 20, maybe, yeah, 2021, 2021. That's, That's uh, a great album. Yeah, Steve, yeah, Steve showed me them and I was, I was kind of impressed. Um, but speaking of the shows, mm-hmm. uh, like we spoke about the show, I just said the YouTube videos and shit like that. You yeah. went to a terror show, your first hardcore show, no? Yeah, went to see Terror because it's a fucking legendary band. So I, I had no choice to go and see Terror live. What a show that was, I was... Man, I went into that pit. I told you about it. I got hit. I hit people. I probably lost a tooth, took it back. I fucking You're it was insane. I Weren't kicked. you injured? No, I wasn't injured, but fucking I got a uh, beard thrown on my face. I got everything, everything. And I was a full on. I was dressed up. I told you I know all dicky. So you need to think in a metal show because it was uh, the first the, the headliner was um what is this band? Uh, Knock Loose, right? Oh, so really? Knock Loose, if you listen to Lock Loose, the guys don't dress like metal guys anymore. You know, mm-hmm. they look like everyday guys. So I went there in all Dickies uh, suit, all beige Dickies suit, okay? And I all got beige. This, all beige with the shorts and all the cargoes. And You're all an that. L.A. gangster from... Uh... Yes, yes. So with one button on top. <laughs> With my fucking fresh haircut fade in and my fucking Dickies extra double XL. You're in a Spanish gang. You're a Spanish gang from LA. I I, I got destroyed. I I think people were looking for me to get fucking. That's amazing. That's amazing. Crazy. I would, you know what? I would love to go see a show like that with you. It was, listen to this. It was terror. After that, it was Dying Fetus. That was fucking violent. What a show. Dying Fetus. Dying fetus, man. The people started looking at them and they ended up, everybody was going crazy. What a show they gave. And the last one was just knock loose. And I think knock loose. I went to the match. It was too much for me. That shit was too much. That was too much. Speaking of uh, your, I told you what show I went to, right? Speaking of like different shows, I went to watch uh, Anthrax, uh, Black Label Society. Hate breed with Johnny and Trois uh, yes. Oh Yeah, 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 yeah. Johnny. That was that. nuts. So, <laughs> so we get there and Trois I have, I've never been there in my life. Okay, yeah. I have no idea what to expect. This venue was amazing. 
it was okay. It was it was kind of like outside. It was like a theater. Okay. So it was outside. When yeah. we got there, like we had to take a golf cart where we parked to the uh, to to the venue. The venue. Wow. When we got there, it was right near the water, like right, right, right near where the water is. Mm-hmm. And there was food trucks everywhere. It didn't look like a metal show. Honestly, it looked like I was going to watch like a Lady Gaga show with just metal heads there. <laughs> uh, that's how clean and nice it was. I was, I was beyond, beyond impressed. Except for all the bees and the fucking seagulls <laughs> yeah. and the bees fucking just trying to fucking eat all my food, wasps, yeah. whatever the fuck yeah, they yeah. are. Yeah, Maliko, it was amazing, and and it's just metalheads, and I'm talking about disgusting metalheads. Yeah, it's, it's anthrax. It's and I don't, anthrax. I don't understand. I've I've noticed this. This is the first time I noticed this. But metalheads dress like total shit. Number one, Oof. but number two, why the f- they mostly wear flip flops? I never understood the logic. They're wearing a disgusting metal band T-shirt, horrendous jeans. Like black jeans, black or like, jeans, or like Ed Hardy style looking jeans yeah. with fucking chancletas. Oh, yeah, guns at the shops. It was disgusting, like with fucking toes that are yellow, like they've never cleaned. Their feet. I, I, anyways, I don't understand the logic, but besides the point, the venue was great, the people were whatever. We drank stupid, and mm-hmm. the bands were ridiculous. Like, Hatebreed was amazing, it brought me back to like, like the terror days, the old time yeah. memories. Black Label Society, fucking Zach Wild is insane. The show was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I actually listened to a bit of Black Label Society like during the week after the show. And Anthrax, just picture like 60 year old, 70 year old guys just fucking smashing and being, um, it was amazing, Malenko, amazing. Oh, wow. And Johnny would pull me into the pit. So I would do the circle pit like yeah. an idiot. <laughs> And a 33-year-old idiot that listens to hip-hop doing the circle pit just trying not to get hurt. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. Eight breed and oh. uh, eight breed must have some gnarly yeah, mush pits, right? Man, I saw Hate Breed. This actually the second time. The first time I saw them was probably at Metropolis or Club Soda, and mm-hmm. they were insane. Oh um, no, that's a great show. That's that's a great lineup you get there. Mm-hmm. Great lineup. Um, we saw Method Man and Red Man together. Oof. What a show! That was insane. That was that was highlight of highlight of my life. That day. really, yeah, it was amazing. It was amazing. One I, of my highlights. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. that was amazing for me. The only thing, you know, we're such fans that we kind of we I seen those sets before, so I know yeah. what's coming. I know what's yeah, on yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, I, that is the only thing that kind of disappoint me. But it was too much. Like you said, it was too much Wu Tang. You know, yeah, it was too much Wu Tang stuff. But Redman killed it for sure, for sure. And, killed it, and uh, you know it's met and met Redman, man. They've been doing that for how many years now? Thirty years, twenty years, twenty-five years, for Not sure. Thirty ninety-two. Yeah, for sure. Redman so, ninety-one. Even yeah. in, I'm sure he started earlier, but man, it was crazy. Like that show was insane. We saw, believe it or a not, hip hop show. That was a hip hop show. That was probably one of the best hip hop shows, like hip hop, like Masters of Ceremony, MC style on stage, rocking the crowd. Like they could have went up there and not played any music. They would have rocked the crowd yeah. better and than how loud, anyone. How, how loud was that venue, Stephen? Oh, insane. They were surprised 
how loud it was. You remember the reaction when we were screaming? Crazy. They were they were dabbing each other, laughing like, "Wow, we still can do this this loud like this." That was one of the first show. I was like, "Man, Montreal!" I was proud of Montreal in that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we saw Conway the Machine. Yeah, just uh, yeah. we saw Conway. That was cool. Not better than Boston, but it was cool. We saw a couple of days later. We saw Action Bronson, Earl Sweatshirt. Fuck, uh, I forgot about that. Boldy, Boldy James. James. Uh, who else was there? Alchemist. That... Oh, Alchemist oh. did a little set. It was amazing. Derringer was there too. Derringer, yeah. It's it's crazy that the Alchemist, you know, has so many hits. He's a legend. Yeah, he's a legend. Man. He's the greatest he producer of all so time for me. Songs, he's man. listen to this. He's one of the only producers who has gone through the eras in hip hop from the '90s to the 2000s to the 2010s. And now in the 2020s, mm-hmm. think of it. And, and he's changed his style through the years. He's adapted yeah. his style. The only producer. He's the greatest, to me, he's the greatest producer of all time. To me. And I'll argue with anybody. Anybody. He's the only producer who has gone through all the decades mm-hmm. in hip-hop and has adapted and changed his style. Yeah, The 90s, the, the 2000s. The 2010s and now in the 2020s. Yeah, think of it. The greatest. And he's producer. always. He, he's not like. He's not like he's been taking an hiatus for like five years. You don't listen to him or something. Like he always there. He always has something. He always either either one of these uh, compilation albums, uh, the with the the rapper you collab with. You know, so he's been pulling out so many. We talked about it. The Rock yeah. Marciano album was probably one of the best project this year. Uh huh. The yeah. Baldy James was probably one of the best product that he, he did when he dropped that year, too. It's the same. He's incredible. I just, I would like for him to come out with an album with Earl Sweatshirt, just them two, so that Earl can finally shine because all his al- albums make me fall asleep. But that's a different topic. Yeah, that's uh, a different one. One of my favorite highlights from 2022, and I think it's every year, and it's it's one of our the discussions that we've had together is discovering new artists. Yeah. That's what, that's the strive. That's the, what we strive for. It's so all of 2022, I discovered a couple of new artists. That's fine. That's cool. I bought their CDs. I spent money on CDs, whatever. Mm -hmm. But the end of the year in December, November into December, I would say November, end of November, I discovered an artist that I have not stopped listening to since I discovered him. And it's yeah. probably my highlight, and I'm sure it's your highlight too, of 2022. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You showed me, because, well, we're going to get into it, but. We'll get, get, we're going to get into it right now. We're talking about Mickey Diamond. Mickey Diamond. The man, Malenko. Umbrella Collective. Malenko. So. The, so we're talking about an artist called M- uh, Mickey Diamond, who uh, I discovered. I then passed it on to Malenko. Actually, as soon as I discovered him, I sent it to Malenko. Like probably in within the hour of me listening to him, I sent it to you. So he put out a he put out two albums with Big Ghost. So that's how I discovered him. So Big Ghost did a post on Instagram where he showed uh, his new album with the album cover, and he put mm-hmm. a diamond. And so, you remember, you remember, I remember you showed me that. And 
uh, maybe you didn't show me that, but when I see it, you remember he put like a big ass paragraph yep. writing like he's bragging, you know, not yep. bragging, but he's, he's telling people, look, I've been pulling all these stunts. This is it. Like this yeah. album is the thing. I've been killing you guys forever. So it's crazy. listen to me, you right? <laughs> It's crazy, and when I what, and when I what I did was because because the way Big Ghost puts out it put out its music, he's like, okay, look, this is my next album. This is the artist I'm working with. Um, the album is coming out in two weeks. So the first thing I did was I went to discover all of Mickey Diamond's projects, and Mickey Diamond has been rapping since his his albums have been coming out since 2019, 2020. So what I did was I listened to everything daily, hourly, till the albums with Big Ghost dropped. And I'm telling you, first of all, I was disappointed in myself for not knowing who he was. <laughs> I, I I heard him before. I had heard him before with Jay Royale, uh, sidebar. Uh, but I was disappointed in myself for not knowing who the fuck he was. And consistently did I listen to this guy. This guy blew me away. It was kind of like the first time I started listening to West Side Nut. That's the impact that this artist had on me. And then he dropped the albums with Big Ghost. And I was like, fuck, this is like, did he make these two albums for me? That's what I was <laughs> thinking to myself. Because... The production value on this is beyond what I what I've what I've been listening to, or beyond what I've heard in the longest time. The production on this album is straight up boom bap, sampled music like you've never heard before. Am I wrong? Or am I right? You're totally right. You know what? Like for me, if I go back, because. We follow Big Ghost with everything released. Everything, right? everything, everything, everything released. It's a must, right? So I knew it was coming with that. I had no idea who Mickey Diamond was. As soon as those bars started, Stephen, I couldn't, I couldn't believe like his 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 tone of voice. First, Oof. his voice is very up there, you know. So it's something super low. Like he has that mafioso. Like Big Ghost produced the best mafioso grimy beats you can get right now in the industry i think he is the one he has a special ear for it it's crazy it's a lot of i'm not gonna mention names here but we know the producers they just sample beats they chop them and they leave yeah. them there yeah right and that's the biggest that's in the underground that's the problem in the underground because sometimes people think this is too easy man people yeah think this is too easy they like oh, i can chop a beat loop it and that's it that's the song okay but big ghost just adds all these cuts all these like he's such a genius with the switch-ups you know he does crazy. such good crazy those percussion he used always heavy percussion always something super heavy and is well mixed because that's something that I always look for, and you know how much I am with that. Yep. When I when I listen, underground rap is beautiful, but sometimes, goddamn, you can get some of those albums that are mixed like total shit. Stale. Stale, not mixed properly. You know, like like uh, the two peas in a pods. 
that's probably oh we haven't oh, talked about fuck. that two peas in the pods that with the uh, Larry June and uh, Jay Wordy and Jay Wordy oh. what an album that is <laughs> but how much <laughs> how much did I tell you about that Jim Jones verse that's oh. featuring why would they leave that in there is recorded with a phone what the <laughs> fuck they did man yeah I, it's so what that's what Big Ghost doesn't have. You know, he always have top-notch production. Oh, and Mickey Chris. Diamond, man. Mickey Diamond, Snotty. Man, those guys are murderers. Bro Dillinger. Bro oh. Murderers. They're murderers. They're hungry. And they bring those bars back, man. They bring those bars. They have those bars that make you react. That's what I look for. That's what I want to into a rapper. It's when those bars give me that and stay in your mind as a first listen. And you go, oof. They, you know, I can be in my car driving 40 in the traffic, but you know what? That line is going to make me that stink face. That's uh, what I'm looking for. And that Disgusting. Would be, I know what stink yeah. face you're talking about. It's that face that you're just like, you're in your car and you're just looking all mad like you want to just get out of the car and beat somebody up with a baseball bat. But if the person next to you was looking at your face, they would be like, what the fuck is wrong with yeah. this person? I yeah, get, that- I get it. Oh, but it's it's just it makes me I get reactive into songs, you know. Fuck, I I can I get chills. I get fucking I I must scream, you know. Sometimes <laughs> I scream at these bars. Sometimes I scream. I react. My girlfriend asks, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" I'm like, "Oh, did you hear what the see you just said?" No, I didn't hear. What, but I'm screaming already, you know. So all those things is stuff that I, I look for. And Mickey Diamonds, and that's the other thing, for you you went back you know i went back at it and every it's like every every album he has out there every project it's it's amazing it's amazing it's amazing man malenko i'm gonna i'm gonna say now okay whether people care or not i care since 2021 he's he's put out imported goods bangkok dangerous one bangkok dangerous two amazing bangkok bangkok dangerous three Bangkok Adrenaline, Flare for the Gold, No Liquor Before 12, Bulletproof Bathrobes, Noir, and his name was Death, Gucci Ghost, Gucci Ghost 2, and Oroku Saki this year. Yeah, it just came out, yeah. Okay. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 projects since 2021. So when I said 2019 before... Pardon me, but that's insane amount. That's insane. Okay. That's an insane amount in the quality of it. It's all quality. It's all song. It's all twenty to thirty uh, minutes. Yeah, thirty. Yeah, twenty-eight minutes. Thirty-four 28 minutes. Twenty-eight. Yeah, to three. It's perfect. I feel like that's a perfect album size. And he put out a box set for Bangkok Dangerous One, Two, and Three, and I spent two hundred and fifty dollars. On just that box set. I have number four of 40. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, like I haven't seen a box set in CD probably since, probably since a classical artist, if I'm not mistaken, or like when Neil Diamond does like a box set of all his B sides or fucking, what's the other guy's name? Uh, like it's crazy that he put out Bruce a box set. But what's the last time I, I can't remember last time I saw a box set is true man it's one of my biggest prized possessions and i don't care and 
this artist, man, like this is the artist that you need to listen to going forward because he's gonna smash. And what he did uh, with Big Ghost, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, for for anyone that likes underground, I think it's it is uh, a a must listen. You know, you cannot skip over this. I think anyone who yeah. likes their underground music gonna like the loop, the the samples. You know, those minimal beats, those soul chops um because you can hear a lot of uh songs that you hear yeah. the sample you've been hearing them a, a million times you know yeah but they he still does something original with it and you know what you know that most of his produced thing is his wife get the fuck out yep where'd yeah, you his, where'd you find that information that's fucked up it's his wife i'm telling you most of the production is his wife um one my my one of my favorite songs is Botch uh Botch robberies. robberies yeah Bangkok 3 Bangkok what an intro and that's his wife that produced that really yeah that's that's fucking cool to know wow that's insane that's, it's an Yo, amazing it's amazing to, uh, stuff that's uh my hat tipped off to him cuz this is this is one of my favorite discoveries uh, probably in the last four, three, four years honestly it's one of my like my favorite moments yeah. in the last few years. And that's what I told you. What did I ask you? I told you this question last week, I think, or two weeks ago. I'm going to ask you again. Do you still think that he's best than a stove god, than a Baldy James? How do you feel about that? Um, he's not better than stove god yet because I want to see what stove god does with another album. And Stove God is, anyways, Stove God's probably my favorite artist. Um, better than probably Boldy James, better than Crime Apple, better than Rome Streets. Uh, he's he's right now he's probably one of my favorite artists, top three. That a Flea sure. Lord? You think he's better Flea? Fuck yeah! No uh, offense Flea to Flea Lord because I love yeah. Flea Lord, but Mickey Diamond is probably the most underrated artist right now, and because of the Big Ghost Project. It's put him over a bit more, but I'm, yeah. I'm I can guarantee you people are not paying attention to him. Guaranteed. And I you know what? If, uh, he's gonna smash this year. Oh, he's gonna. I think he's gonna. I, I, when an artist, when you get an artist like that, it's not a question on if he's gonna blow up. It's when he's gonna blow up. Yeah, know? yeah. He's gonna blow up for sure, for sure, for sure. So he's gonna make it for sure. Like, and one other thing that I learned about him that's uh, that's uh, that's gonna surprise you, maybe not, but one of his favorite albums is, is uh, one of my favorite albums is Anchovies. Really? Yes, Apollo Fuck. Brown and Planet Asia. What an album! And imagine, and that's what imagine him with a Planet Asia. How is the song? And with Apollo Brown? Oof. They 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 have a song together. Hold on a second. They do have a song together. Am I stupid? No. Mm. Um, they do have a song together. Which album? Oh, which do one? They, they have a song together. I think I might be wrong. I might be stupid, but they might have a song together. Oh no, I'm wrong. They don't. They don't have a song together. But them two would be fucking sick. It was. It be. It would be amazing. Okay, so let me give you. Okay, I'm gonna give you a last one. A tough one. What's what you like? Gucci goes one or two? It's basically like asking me which men in black I like. Men in black one or <laughs> men in black two? Uh, 
the Gucci Ghost one because it's kind of like it was hard. It, like it hit you in the. It's like basically like getting punched in the face and not knowing what happened to you. Yeah, I'll go with one as well. I'll yeah. Fuck man, I'm I'm super I'm I'm super 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 happy that I discovered this artist. Uh, it's it, discovering new artists. Like as much as we've been listening to music for 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 decades, it's still one of the like the most exciting things I could go through. And the the ride I've been on with Mickey Diamond and just this year alone in in hip hop is one of my favorite years by it, far. It never gets old to discover never. new bands or new a new artist that makes you. We live for it. No, we live for it. That's it. Never gets old, you know. And then we spend insane, insane amount of money on just buying products, CDs, T-shirts, hoodies, stupidity after stupidity, and they just sit in our rooms and we do fuck all with them. Yeah, yeah, and that's for, and that's the reason I think we we connected that much as far as basket. Yeah, there's not, there's not. To me, it's crazy from people to not live through music mm -hmm. for me it's something i have nothing against it but for people to not be like i don't know this or i don't listen to music or I, you I, I, like they cannot name you like a group that they like or an album that they like i'm like wow that's that's crazy to me you know that's it, something that i can't figure it out people people that don't listen to music have no soul it's basically like they're empty like They're basically robots or aliens. Like when you watch those movies with like aliens, yeah. that's basically what people that don't listen to music are or people that just have no soul and are empty and are always <laughs> angry. You're going to get canceled, bro. You're going to get canceled I'm telling like you, three I, shows. Three shows and I'm getting canceled. I'm First episode, you're going to get all those people alone listening no to music. No souls. Listen to music. Listen to music. And, and, and all those metalheads. All those metalheads with Chancleta, they're going to come and get you <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> so I know that for the last probably what a year I've been lending you DVDs for the Sopranos. Oh right? yeah. Yeah. So did you did you finally finish it? Yeah, I finished it today. That's the crazy part. I finished it right today. And I finished it. It's uh it's like uh maybe at four o'clock, it's now nine. I've been listening. I finished it. I was mind blown. And then I went back to the internet and went and looked for it and for every video that I could. But what a show. You know, like I knew the I knew the end because it was such a big thing when it happened that mm -hmm. I still remember people talking about it. So I knew it. And the the family guy did a joke about it. So I remember that. Okay. Did you know, but, but I don't want to cut you off, the, but did you know that? People thought they lost power in their house yeah. when that happened. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Continue. People think they, the cable got uh, disconnected or something. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I I just finished it and man, what an amazing show! Huh? That's an amazing show. I think the last episode is just the it's just it resumes so well how the Sopranos went. You know, it was so different. It wasn't. It wasn't like an arc, a story, uh, the 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 super villain lost and the the good person won. No, no, it was never no. cliche, and it no. was never cliche, and that's what I really appreciate. I think the last episode is such a 
and and the grand scheme of thing is just such an mm -hmm. eye opening of the whole society back then, the mm -hmm. American society back then. Mm -hmm. no, what you no. thought about the one uh, day ending? Well, the ending was the ending. Um, the ending is the ending, basically. Uh, for the what people you that... thought about it? What you thought about it? So for we the can people... we can spoil it, man. It's an old show. If yeah, you hold on a second. People, for now. The people that haven't watched Sopranos again, like the uh, the other thing I said in the past, the people that don't um, uh, listen to music. If you didn't watch the Sopranos, there's something wrong with you. Like the the you go see a doctor, or just fucking you. You have no idea. You have no... hold on. Let me rephrase. You do not know what. Uh, Anything is in, in 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 life overall in life, unless you watch The Sopranos. Okay, whether you're Italian or not, The Sopranos is probably one of the the greatest pieces of television ever created. Okay, in modern time, The Sopranos, like the the portrayal of Tony Soprano, the 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 downfall of a human being of a man. Uh, of a family man, of a uh, a mobster, of just of a human being is portrayed in Tony Soprano. Mm -hmm. The uprising, the downfalls, mm -hmm. uh, what a man goes through in his in his life is portrayed in Tony Sopranos. Whether you are uh, Italian, whether you are from uh, from that uh, generation, whether you're from that lifestyle. The way it portrays a man is the greatest I've ever seen in, in television. It's the greatest yeah, piece it, of television ever. Like it's the greatest thing I ever love that in show. television. I love that show. And not the the other thing that I, I was really obsessed about is you. I always went back and see what was a reaction in real time when it came out, and they they won everything. I mean, they won everything. They dominated everything. The any it was the if it was the Emmys, all of those they won all the domination. prizes. Domination. So how could you not? I mean, the show is an hour show, and at the end it was like a movie every episode. Crazy. I think the acting was phenomenal. Uh, James Gandolfini did an amazing job with that with that role. I, I'm not familiar with his other work. He's uh, Tony Soprano. Yeah, and the thing is, you root for the bad guy. It's sampled around a mob story, right? Yeah, from New Jersey. But you can take that, and it goes everywhere because they talk about depression. They talk about uh, suicide. All of those dark things going into war, life, America, basic go, life, race, racism, basic. Basic life. That's what it is that I really like about the the Sopranos. Yeah, I'm 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 happy you enjoyed. I'm happy you finished it. The last two three episodes were intense, right? Like that show was intense. Like it was super. I I I was uh, no, I was impressed. I was impressed because the season six, the way it started, was a bit like okay, this is a bit too slow. Where they going with this? You know. I knew it was the final season and I'm just like, I was like, man, where they going with this is the last season. They going yeah. and they never did. They never yeah. did. They kept it the way it was. And 
I enjoyed it. I enjoyed that show. I'm probably going to watch it back one day. But uh, yeah, the just the way and ended that last scene. Do you, I don't know if you if you picked up on this, probably. But AJ says to Tony, I'm trying to enjoy all the good things in life. That's what you said, right? And Tony says, oh, that's what I said. When did I say that? And he said, yeah, you said that back then. And that, when he said that, Tony, is in season one, last episode, when they're eating at the restaurant. Yep. Because because of the rain, you know? Yep. Tony says in that, in the last supper with the family, he says, it's about the little things in life, the good times you're going to remember. And then it says at the last episode again, he doesn't remember. The way he filmed that was amazing. And uh, you, you, what do you think happened to him? He's dead. He dead. He well, got fuck. killed. Cause, he got cause, killed in front of his family. Because he speaks about it, I think, with Bacala uh, in the boat when they're yes. wondered like, what happens to you when you die? And I think it was Bacala that says, I think you just it just goes black or you just don't like. I can't remember he, exactly. He says he says you don't. I don't think you even hear it. <laughs> and. Is it's a yeah you hit a great point because he plays journeys uh don't stop believing right mm-hmm. so when that song's playing oh i hate that meadow, song meadow comes in but you don't see it you don't see you just yeah. hear their bell ring from yeah. the door and it goes <laughs> the and best the, the music stops and it goes black how beautiful is that so it means if to me how i took it is he got killed in front yeah. of his family. Yeah, right absolutely. There there. Merci, bonsoir. You, you can't really end a TV series that, like, that amazing and just, like, how, the way that they, like, David Chase made that TV series, he was probably like, okay, hold on a second. How the fuck do I end this? And then he had mm-hmm. to end it that way. There's no other way yeah. of ending it. Yeah. Like, the greatest piece of television, how the fuck do you end it, right? Yeah. It's not a movie. The- Again, you see, when I finished the show, I went and back and do the research. And David Chase had two scenes for that. Huh? He, he yep. imagined Tony getting killed, yep. going back to New York from Jersey yep. and getting killed. And um, no, going back to, yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. 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 And uh, that was that was his first. And he, he doesn't know when he had the idea. But, man, the whole thing of like uh, him going into the diner. Oh. He, See themselves in there already. Yep. And then every time they would do the shot of the front door of people coming in with that bell, you re- this Carmela first, yeah. AJ second, and then when Meadow comes in, you don't see it goes black. I thought that was ah man, that was such a genius uh, genius move what they did there. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. I was surprised about the the humor because it's dark humor on there. Like, Crazy. The jokes are fantastic. I Old didn't junior. expect that. Oh man. I didn't I didn't expect it to be that funny when I started. The portrayal of AJ at the end. Oh. You know, yeah. he, he's the he's the total he's the total package of being a mook for me, right? <laughs> he's being a mook 110%, you know, but I think they push it so much that at the end it was like it was funny the way they 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 just kept going with the fucking he's the most ridiculous kid you can get yeah. and that's what they did and I think the way they push it and being like man he's ridiculous 
that I love it. How Carmela goes back to Tony and they they always together after that. I amazing. love that part too. Yeah, no, it's it's a an amazing amazing show. I learned a lot of that show. I want I want your top three uh, uh, characters. Go top three. Polly first, James Gaunt, uh, Tony second. I think he's in in uh, maybe still. Sil. Sil is amazing in that show. Sil is amazing. Uh, He's awesome. I, Ralphie. Ralphie might be in the top three too. Ralphie was amazing. Bacala makes me laugh all the He's time. He's the best like, Bacala. Poor guy. Fuck. Uh, Poor <laughs> guy. They're always making but, fun how fat he is, and yeah, oh. but he's a he's a killer though. He's a fucking killer. When he gets mad, he gets mad. He he beat uh, Tony one on one. The fucking that was insane. That was an insane. That, that was probably the scariest episode for me because I had no idea how Tony would react afterwards. After the fact, I would not know how Tony would react. But Great. those Ralphie, those Ralphie episodes to me was the best. Ralphie's the devil. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I think the way they portray Rafi as being this arrogant piece of shit, you just want to, and the way it's Tony my favorite. Kill that's, him, that's my favorite. That's my favorite character is Rafi. The way Tony kill him is just that fight is so. That's In the, the other thing. Oh, that they didn't make stuff glorious. Or they're too old. They're too adults fighting. They're gonna get tired. They're gonna use dirty tricks. They're gonna, you know. Tony's a big fat guy, right? So, man, just taking that fight and how he's tired and he killed him is amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Honestly, for the listeners that are getting spoiled right now, too bad for you. You should have listened to that way back. If you didn't Fucked watch up. Sopranos, there there might be something wrong with you. I, I think I know what it is. The people that don't watch Soprano, those are the people that are just like, meh. Everybody says it's the greatest TV show of all time. Meh, I'm not going to be that person. So they just don't want to watch it. They don't want to be on the bandwagon. But in, mm. in all honesty, you're missing probably the greatest piece of television ever. So point for It's now. a great show. It's a great show. I, I, I'm going to stop. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna for, for sure watch it again. Um, I have a subject that I want to talk about, but I want to leave that for the, for another episode. Fuck it, I'm not bringing this in right now. It's a it's it's it, it's a highlighted thing, but we need to spend more time with it. So I'm not I'm not bringing it in this episode. So I want to finish off the uh, I want to finish off the episode. Um, what are you looking forward to most in 2023? Whether it's music, TV show, whether it's for you, what the fuck you? What are you looking forward to the most? Shows. I, I really want the shows. I don't want to miss shows anymore. I think uh, the uh, last two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can like concerts or something that you it's something that always, you know, how it makes you vibrate. You see how artists perform on stage. It change your opinion of certain artists. So that's one thing. And with the COVID stuff, you never know when it's going to end. You know, we have great venues here in Montreal. We have to take advantage of that. So Montreal is a dump. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. You go to a concert. In Montreal and try and find parking. You t- you fucking do it. Yeah, but I fucking but hate the, that shit. Is we're still a great city for shows. Nobody comes here. Malenko Kendrick yeah, didn't come can, here. Uh, all due respect, you you can go to you can live in Saskatoon right now. 
all, all due respect for people to Saskatoon if you're listening right now. But man, you can be living in Saskatoon or something like that. Then don't get shows over there, you know? Yeah, so. but, but Michael, it's a fucking dump. Montreal is a dump. I'll go ahead on the show. I'll change my show name to Stephen from the All Time Pod. Montreal is a fucking dump. Don't no. come and visit. No. What a dump. I won't agree with that. But you know what? You know. How about this? Because it's it's my own show right now. You know mm-hmm. what we're going to talk about next episode, what? if you're on it? What? We're going to talk about the snow removal in this dump city. Okay? We're <laughs> going to talk about the parking in this dump city. <laughs> but, hey, hey, and what you looking for this year? Happiness, love, and health. No. Um, okay, you're going that way? <laughs> fuck. What the fuck is wrong with you I'm the looking, first time? No, you, wanna, you, you really want to know? I'm looking forward to... Uh, concerts for sure. It depends who's going to come. I'm looking forward to discovering new artists. Uh, the biggest thing for me really is, you know what's crazy, Malenko, is that I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to, I bought tickets for me and Peyton. We're going to go watch uh, mm-hmm. SmackDown. Yeah, that's great. That's and, great. And this is going to lead up into our next conversation uh, later on. But I'm getting I want to get back into wrestling. I want to get back into AEW. And I know we've 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 tried to watch AEW on Wednesdays together. Yeah. And I know that it's going to continue that way, but now we're yep. gonna, I'm going to start recording and all that shit. But I want to yep. get back into wrestling. I'm excited for AEW. AEW's fucking cool, man. MJF? I told you about it. Huh? I told Who you AEW f- is really good. MJF is probably the best heel I've seen on the mic since Chris Jericho and Edge. There is nobody that has been that on point, that precise as a heel on the mic than MJF. It is ridiculous. He's a mixture of Chris Jericho and Ric Flair. Yeah, you. I can see Flair on him. I, I it, can see Flair. I can, it's not that. He's not that physical when it's, but he's still out there, man. He produced so many good promos in the last, probably especially during COVID. He did some of promos with Jericho. They oh. did a whole a whole singing promo that nobody heard, but it was beautiful. It was amazing. Like the sh- the the things that he says, he goes and he stays in character. Stephen, he does interviews in character. That's crazy. When's the last time you see that? The twenty last generation of wrestlers don't do that anymore. No, I remember Edge. Edge would do that. And I remember when I went to watch a house show with Edge. By the way, he fought Chris Benoit that night. Uh, I was waiting. What a at, match. I was waiting at uh, the garage at the Bell Center, and Edge came out with his car. And as soon as he saw fans, he sped away and got mad. He was still in character. I haven't, wow. MJF is, is in, the, in that category. It's it, like the way he's on the mic, it's like, it's I haven't seen that in so long. It's crazy. He is he is a diamond in the rough. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about on on next shows. For uh, yeah, sure. yeah, we'll AEW talk about wrestling. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to getting into more wrestling. I'm looking forward to like, dude, man, like just today, like just re going into albums. I re listened to the the Absol album and I was just blown away. Like just discovering new artists and going back. Yeah, the Absol album. You see. I I enjoy that album so much, but the first thirteen songs. Yes, I get what you mean. You I, know what I mean? Yeah, I will cut it. I will cut that, and it will be a perfect Absol album. It's still super good. I listen to it a lot. Cut that song with Big Sean and Russ. Horrendous. 
<laughs> you know that's horrendous. Taking, you, you know that Big Sean is a horrendous rapper, number one. And Russ, I don't understand how people like him. Mm-hmm. Basically, the people that like Russ, I'll tell it to you right now, are white males who listen to greatest hits from Oof. rappers. Oof, yeah. That listen to that's that's who listens to Russ. Oof. Yeah. He I, I think um, I respect him. People, yeah, I yeah, respect yeah. him because of yeah. it, the way he was. He says that there's no machine behind him. Yeah. I respect it. But yeah. dude, you can't you listen to greatest hits hip hop. You listen to a greatest hits uh Dr. Dre album. You listen to a greatest hits. You know you know <laughs> 2001 by by Dr. Dre. Like that's and you listen to Snoop Dogg greatest hits and 50 mm-hmm. Cent in the club mm-hmm. consistently. That's who listens to Russ. People that think they know hip hop, but the, that don't know hip hop. That's who that's, listens to yeah, Russ. Yeah, that's he's like the underground rap for the mainstreamers. You know, the people that don't go that deep, Russ Ugh. is underground. Ugh. Okay, Ugh. we we're gonna share a lot on on Russ <laughs> on this podcast. I'll tell you right now, him and um, J Cole, but J Cole, listen, another subject. Listen, episode one. I'm happy to have you. I appreciate you. It's done. Uh, You're back. You're back. I'm man. back. Burden of proof. Benny the butcher. <laughs> um, I'm gonna start. It's gonna be crazy. I'm happy. I'm happy to be back. Uh, I just want to give a shout out uh, to yourself, Malenko, for being part of this. I appreciate you. you for this. It's gonna be some Thank great you. conversations. I wanna. I wanna shout out all the uh, all the people that came back. It's different. Uh, but I'm back. We're here. I want to shout out Fanny, who did my my new logo, uh, who slapped on uh, the shit for me, who made that new mm-hmm. logo for me. I'm excited for it. Uh, and I want to shout out Steven, Steven number one, my tech guy. Uh, I hope we did an hour because if we pass an hour, he's going to give me every minute after an hour, it's 1K. So we got to fuck out. He, he doubled he fucking the price. Doubled this shit. The That's how we saw. Shout out to Steven. I want to mm-hmm. shout out to him. Too. Hey. I appreciate him. He's pushing me to do this. He's he's been supporting me. It, it, it's nothing but love. Uh, but yeah, I don't know where podcast has been in the last year. Uh, I know it's been stale. There's not a lot of people that's been doing it well. I don't even know if people put a theme song anymore or an end song to it. All I know is that uh, there's only a couple of people I listen to. Each one, teach one. Always mm-hmm. been fucking doing it amazing. Uh, shout out to Chief. Um, Shout out to all the people that have been podcasting. Uh, I'm back. Let's get this shit fucking done. Malenko, thank you. Anything you want to add? No, no. Thank you to you. And I can't wait to do this. This felt good. I mean, we love talking like this. So that's what we're going to do. Yeah, we're going to put this. Make the people listen. If they want to listen, they listen. If they don't want to listen. The underground rap scene on on, this time is beautiful. So we're going to put that up front. Mm -hmm. You know, we have stuff to talk about. Yeah, we got shit to do. Uh, thanks, everyone. Uh, we'll be back in uh, in a week or two. Take it easy. Peace. Peace.